is up everybody welcome to another very late night edition of hardcore rules so it is like 2 30 in the morning and i just couldn't go to sleep without doing a little episode here because it's like my nightly routine right and i know you guys love hearing my voice insert extreme sarcasm but uh yeah i had a really you know, really pleasant day today. If you're here in LA, you saw what a great day it was. The sun's finally coming out. Uh, things are warming up. And the energy of the city seems a lot better. Um, you know, it's been pretty chilly and sometimes rainy uh, in the last couple of weeks. But I had a pretty decent day, you know. I'm getting back to the gym more regularly. Um, I don't know, the girls coming back, they're seeming to be hotter and hotter, which is always good. And uh, yeah, I just kind of took it easy and focused on myself. And I... I for those that don't know me, uh, how shall I say this? I used to be a little bit obsessive about things. It didn't matter what it was. Once I had something in my head, I would like, I couldn't get out, of, get it out of my head until I, you know, solved the problem. So if I couldn't get the internet to work, even though it would be like one in the morning, I would stay up all night until I could literally figure out how to fix the internet. As an example, um, so recently. I've been developing a push to get my business going and exploding it a little bit, and uh, I've decided that I'm gonna, you know, work on the the SEO for the the website a lot more. And I've been working on it, and now it's 2:30 in the morning, and I've like I kind of do things I shouldn't, which is I should just pay somebody to kind of like figure out some of the technical aspects of my website but then I find that when I do that they fuck something up and so even though I don't I'm not a tech guy for a living I end up finding myself like researching how to code and do shit like that which I really shouldn't be doing but I'm here I am doing it and hey you got to do what you got to do right that's just what life is so um Anyway, that's what I was doing up late because I've become very obsessive with uh, my business and I'm working on starting another one with a couple other people. So we'll see what happens with that because, you know, I don't know. I just, it's interesting when I couldn't get that house that I wanted. Like, I think I told you guys, it's really lit a fire under my ass and I'm kind of glad I it, it did. Um, you know, I, I was looking back on some regrets about a piece of property I sold last year because uh, I really thought... You know, COVID and mass unemplo- massive unemployment and all this uncertainty. I said, I thought for sure, for sure there was going to be a massive depression, massive major foreclosures, evictions, you name it. And then literally the opposite of all of that shit happened. Like literally the opposite. And that's, that, this, I'm going to use what's been going on over the last year as an example to illustrate today's lesson if you want to call it that right you know how i always like to leave you guys or talk about some subject to improve your life in some regard right Uh, that's why i kind of call the show the hardcore rules it's not just that being hardcore rules like yay hardcore although that's true too uh for me hardcore rules is about the rules of life the hardcore rules of life (laughs) so it's kind of got a bit of a double meaning to it and so, you know, I, I was thinking back to this movie. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. It's called World War Z, or in Canada, as we call it, World War Z. 
because we pronounce the letter Z Z. <laughs> World War Z starring Brad Pitt. Uh, you know, your typical end of the world zombie apocalypse kind of thing. But there was a really important part of that movie, and uh, it's where Brad Pitt goes to Israel of all places because apparently Israel has a giant wall built up all around it so it was one of the few safe places since the zombies couldn't get in there um, but at one point in the movie while he's in Israel uh, one of the people hosting him from the military or whatever whoever is you know driving him around says you know in Israel we have this rule where and I think they call it the 10th man out or something like that Basically, no matter what the problem is, um, or no matter how simple the solution seems to be, even if nine people agree on it, the tenth person, no matter what, has to disagree and has to explain why he disagrees, even if his disagreement is the most nonsensical thing in the world. So, as an example, let's take the economy, right? take 10 you know economics and finance gurus and put them in a room and one of them has to keep his mouth shut and nine of them have to come to a consensus on what's going to happen if you have a global pandemic where businesses are shut down for months on end right and <laughs> people lose their the unemployment levels spiked to levels not seen since the Great Depression. And uh, what what's the what's the ramifications of that? What's the fallout? And what's the consensus going to be? Well, all nine financial gurus and economic uh, economists are going to reach the conclusion that there's going to be tons of foreclosures. People are going to lose their homes because they can't pay their mortgages or their rent. Uh, and people who have lost their jobs are not going to go back to their jobs because their businesses are not going to exist. Bottom line is there's going to be a major depression. You know, cities are going to crumble, you name it. And that's it. And that's the most logical conclusion. And that's what makes sense. But the 10th man out has to come up with the opposite answer from everybody else no matter how improbable so the 10th man out is going to say okay global pandemic well i think the global pandemic with all these businesses shutting down people losing their jobs and not being able to pay their mortgages or their bills or anything i think what's going to happen is the economy will start booming and real estate prices are going to start shooting up because people will start buying more expensive homes uh, with their money. As improbable as that sounds, the 10th man out has to say that because there is that possibility that that could happen. And so sure enough, that's actually what happened. Uh, you know, I, I'm considered, I think, even objectively very well educated. I have a pretty strong business background. And uh, I've studied economics at length uh, across various degrees into various schools and business. You know, I'm, I'm very well versed in finance. None of this makes sense, what's going on right now in the economy, right? Um, yes, I understand we're getting, there's trillions of dollars being pumped into the economy. 
low interest rates, lots of money floating around and flying around. But if we were to look at real estate, where's the money coming from for the down payments? Right? Like a $1,400 stimulus check is not going to get you qualified for a million dollar loan at the bank. Sorry. That's not how that shit works. Um, and people are like, well, the interest rates are really low. Yes, I know that, but the interest rates have been extremely low for the last fucking 12 years, sorry to say. So when people keep floating, oh, interest rates, interest rates, interest rates, it's not like they went from 15% down to 3 They've always been hovering below 5% for over a decade, and anything below 5% is pretty fucking good. Um, so today's lesson, if you will, after that rambling on, is about how in life... It's always important when you're analyzing and overanalyzing a situation. You know how we've talked about being overanalytical. Uh, when you're overanalyzing a situation, which is important in many cases, come up with a conclusion. Be your own tenth man out. Come up with an incredibly improbable conclusion to a situation. And just put it in the back of your mind and accept that as improbable as it is, it could happen. Right? Like, so... You know, um, let's say you want to start a new business and you're like, okay, well, I got to put her in, put in this much money and it's going to be slow at the start and it's going to gradually grow and I'm going to set these milestones. Well, that's nice, but put into your mind the possibility, however improbable, probable that the day you start your business or the first week you start your business, you could get 100,000 customers out of the blue and your business blows up. And what are you going to do? Um, and so when I... I think what I'm going to do, especially when it comes to bigger decisions, I'm going to have to play my own 10th man out. Because um, so last year I sold, I sold a townhome I had here in Woodland Hills and it was a super nice one. I, I myself would love to live there. Um, what I found was what I should have done last year when I was analyzing the situation, because I analyzed the situation, I'm like, well, A, I didn't feel like being a landlord anymore at that for that for anything more than I already have. B, I didn't want to deal with getting tenants and then them not paying rent because of COVID, and then I'm fucked because I can't evict them. I didn't want to have to deal with that headache. And I C, I just wanted to concentrate on other shit. I felt like I was just stretching myself thin. But on top of all that, I also thought real estate prices were going to fucking crash through the floor uh, because of exactly us being in what looked, looked to be a pending ma major depression, even with fucking stimulus money. And so all the conclusions I could reach and all the pundits on TV reached the same conclusions that were that... Yeah, it made sense for me to just divest myself from this piece of real estate. But now, you know, six months later from having sold it, I'm like regretting it because now I'm seeing, fuck man, real estate prices have shot through the roof. Rents are fucking super expensive here in Woodland Hills. Those have gone up tremendously. Um, and, you know, I, I you have to expect the unexpected in life. So today's rambling is about expecting the unexpected planning for it and always do something interesting in your analysis come up with the most improbable conclusion you can as one of your uh conclusions when you're you're analyzing well what could happen if what's going to happen if because 
when you look at your day-to-day and you look at your life, all, a lot of what you're doing is a guessing game, right? You make an investment, well, you're guessing and you're trying to uh, guess on what's going to happen with the stock you're buying. You're guessing what's going to happen with interest rates. You're making educated guesses on these things. You're trying to forecast and play psychic on lots of things, right? Like you date somebody, you're kind of forecasting, well, if I stay with them, how's it going to go? Or if I buy this house, well, you know, is the value going to go up? More importantly, am I going to be able to afford the mortgage? If I start this job, is it going to fulfill me? Is the salary going to increase? So on and so forth. Uh, So analyzing all these things, just always keep in mind that the complete opposite of even the most obvious result could happen because it's happening right now, right? Like nobody can really explain this incredible phenomenon. And yes, I understand again, I'll reiterate. Yes, I'm fully aware of the trillions of dollars of stimulus money that's gone out there, which has certainly helped companies stay afloat. Um, certainly help people get by a little bit, probably not much, because I'm telling you, somebody that gets a $1,000 check, $1,400 check here and there, it's really not doing shit, especially if you live here in California, it's not going to make you fucking, it's not going to make or break anybody, Um, but what you have seen is this incredible, and it sure as fuck is not going to buy you a piece of real estate, much less here in California. So what you're seeing is some crazy shit going on and you just got to accept it. And sometimes you just have to accept things that don't make sense and stop trying to figure it out. Obviously, there is an explanation for it. Personally, I think maybe there's a gigantic wealth transfer going on right now, um, which just so happens to be coinciding with COVID. You know, for example, you know, the baby boomers are in their 70s. They're dying or they're getting older, they're pensioned out, they have lots of equity, they're helping their kids out, they're helping They're helping them buy, they're leveraging assets they have to buy more assets, like homes for their kids, you know, people are getting lots of help. So there's lots of, lots of other nuances like that going on as well, right, independent of, of COVID, you know, there's that timing issue of the, the, the baby boomers transferring a lot of wealth to their kids and you know those kids are now deploying those assets which are driving prices up that's one possible explanation there are many of them or it's none of that right so sometimes shit doesn't make sense and you just have to accept it and not try to always decipher it and work with it bitcoin which i've talked about recently is another great phenomenon a lot everybody i talk to that tries to explain it to me can never really answer my questions properly and their explanations don't really their explanations have more holes in it than swiss cheese so with that being said i get the impression nobody really fucking understands it fully in terms of the the value and this and that i'm sure some people do but none in a bulletproof way and so again it doesn't make a lot of sense but even the most ardent up Um, you know people opposing Bitcoin or people against it billionaires I'm talking about and you know stupid business people even they have turned the tide from you know fuck Bitcoin 
I'm never getting into this. Even they are now saying, okay, fuck it, I'm get you know, count me in. <laughs> right? So who do you listen to, right? I guess my point being, even if you don't understand it, sometimes you just have to fucking say, okay, well, this doesn't make sense, but I know I can make some money from it, and let me ride the wave. So that's kind of my chit-chat tonight. Uh, thank you guys for listening, as usual. I hope maybe you can deploy this in your life in some capacity. And, uh, yeah, keep in touch. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Just go to the... If you want to subscribe, it's also easy to go to the homepage, hardcorerules.com, and uh, just put type in your email address, and you'll get an update every time we have a new episode, which is every fucking day. So thanks, guys, for listening. It's late now. I'm going to hit the sack, as they say. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye.